This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Hello, I'm Hanif Baharuddin and you're tuned into the show that brings you closer to the people and places of our capital city. Fifteen Minute City is an urban planning concept that in a nutshell focuses on making important essentials and necessities in the city reachable either by walking or cycling within 15 minutes. It has gained a bit more attention recently, especially in the UK and in Europe due to some conspiracy theories arguing that it's part of an attempt to control and restrict people's freedom of movement. Putting that aside, we're going to unpack the concept deeper in this episode and its applicability in a country like Malaysia and a city like KL. Joining me for this is Shohana Shamsuddin, President of Perika Bandar. Okay, uh, this 15 minutes uh, city concept is not a new idea. It's not, it's not something novel in the sense that it is only recently being uh, discovered or propagated. Uh, well, it was uh, being made more popular by Carlos Moreno in his article in 2020. I think it's probably because of the situation of the pandemic, you know, which uh, actually make many people uh, start thinking about, you know, how do we build our cities in the sense that we cannot travel anymore, we cannot go out from the house, and yet we need we need to access to certain facilities. So this idea of uh, uh, 15 minutes is actually an, an urban planning concept in which. Uh, you are living in a place whereby most of your daily necessities and services such as working, shopping, education, healthcare and leisure can be easily reached by a 15-minute walk or bike ride from any point in the city. So that the word 15 minutes comes from the, the time taken to walk or to cycle to where you want to get the services within the city. So the the whole idea of this 15 minutes uh, city concept is actually to reduce the car dependency uh, like uh, what we are uh, facing now in Malaysia we depended so much to our car to for for our everyday life so and also to promote healthy and sustainable living as well as improving the well-being and quality of life for the city dwellers this is uh, being made so due to the um, sustainable development goals of the United Nations that is actually requiring all cities in the world you know to go towards uh, achieving this uh, sustainable goal so that the future of the the globally the world and the environment we're living uh, will will be uh, secured because apparently you know urbanization is actually uh, which um happening in every parts of the world in the past when you have more people living in the in the rural areas the problem is not so significant but when more and more of the urban population is living in this in the cities then the effect impact to the environment is quite significant and if you are not careful in the way you build your cities you know there'll be a lot of um, environmental crisis like what we faced last time the global warming and then even this pandemic this um uh, disease that can be transmitted easily in 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 a place where you have lots of people and crowded situation but like i said the idea of 15 minutes city concept is not new because in way back in the 1920s you know Clarence Perry uh, when he was uh, suggesting uh, the concept of the neighborhood unit in in America whereby you plan the city revolving around the neighborhood center where all the facilities like school um, the public offices shoppings the offices are all uh, located at the center part of the neighborhood and you have uh, plenty of open spaces for recreation and people can easily get to these services without having to 
drive. They can just easily walk, walk or or cycle. In fact, in the 40s before the pre pre uh, World War, the Swiss architect called Le Corbusier also propagated the idea of the radiant city or the contemporary city. But at that time, you know, there was only this technology of building high rise developments. So he was suggesting that people live in high rise, and you put all the facilities. Uh, uh, at the various levels and uh, at the at the podium, of, you can get access to all the services. And then you have uh, the the parks surrounding this um, this high rise development, and you don't have to travel because everybody is living within a very close proximity to each other and also to the services. So the 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 idea of fifteen minute city concept is about making the city compact, making it accessible. Uh, it's not so much about mobility in terms of transportation. It's about how you can gain access, you know, without having to uh, depend on motorized uh, vehicles. So, so if you look at the, if you heard uh, this low carbon city, uh, I mean, we were people discussing about, you know, reducing uh, the carbon uh, footprint in the city because as a result of this, you know, when you use car, you know, the 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 exhaust, you know, from car is releasing carbon into the the environment, is polluting the the reducing the quality of the air. So. With this 15-minute city concept, you know, they will be reducing carbon footprint into the, the environment and we have better quality air and a healthier environment because when more people when people are able to walk more to get all the services, you know, they'll be living a healthy life because walking is one of the best uh, way uh, to, to exercise and also free. You know, and and by walking, people are also able to socialize. You know, meeting people along the way, as compared to when you're driving, you you don't really socialize with people. So uh, that that is really the 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 background to how this idea of fifteen minutes uh, city concept comes into the picture. More so after the pandemic, where we realized that during the pandemic we are not allowed to get out from the uh, from our homes. And for those who are living in a very congested situation, there's no not enough open spaces within the neighborhood. You know, there were a lot of social issues um, as a result of people getting very uh, stressful living in a very congested, crowded situation and not able to have enough uh, uh, leisure and recreation over a period of, I think the pandemic is about two years, isn't it? Quite quite a, a significant time. So that's why this 15-minute city concept becomes more popular now because uh, suddenly people think, okay, what happened if there's another pandemic? You know? <laughs> and we are not prepared, you know, and I, and we are still living in the environment that we, we used to. And we already know now what was the, what, what, how miserable we were during the pandemic because the, we are building cities that's not prepared for such um thing to happen. Yeah, all right. Okay, so yeah, it's a concept that I think to a certain extent has gained more popularity now, a lot more compared to before. But I think earlier you said that um, it's not really a new concept per se, right? Um, so in terms of, I guess, especially uh, considering your background in, in academic as well, um, was this uh, something that I guess has been discussed or I just thought about uh, when it comes to talking about urban planning, I suppose? Yeah, I, I think uh, Malaysia actually adopted this neighbourhood planning concept whereby when you plan the, the towns, it, it should be revolving around the neighbourhood centre. 
So that mean each neighborhood is like one section of the city where you have a center and that's in the, within the center there you put all the facilities and services and it is uh, revolving around the schools because the schools are uh, very important to bring the neighborhood together. Uh, in theory, we are following the neighborhood concept here in Malaysia, but I think the, the way it is being um, implemented and the way uh, the actual construction of those neighborhoods actually doesn't really create that effect because although we are we are planning uh, using a neighborhood uh, planning concept, but we are still very car centric. The neighborhoods is not that walkable, you know. You the the the, the, the and because of the environment, because of the weather, we are we are. Actually, we're blessed, you know, we have a tropical climate and it's very hot and, and wet. So, and if and when the neighborhood is not, it's just being planned, you know, with a, a neighborhood center, but you don't design, you don't design, it doesn't come with a design that support and promote walking and cycling, then people tend to go to their cars because uh, there's a very um, easy excuse that means because it, it's, it's so hot to walk and there's not, no, no, uh, facilities uh, that will uh, promote walking. So that's why we at Prekabanda, you know, is very concerned that when you plan, you have to come, it has to come with an urban design solution for to implement the plans. Because this is what happened in Malaysia because when we do not design, you know, we just plan. The plan is, in theory, it works, but because you do not design for it, so people, the, the whole concept of uh, making... Uh, the neighborhood center to be the, to, to be a place where it's accessible. In the end, does not happen when you do not promote and uh, make it easy for people to walk. And when people uh, depend uh, uh, have their cars, you know, to depend on, they tend to go far further away from the neighborhood center to 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 have their recreation or to do their shopping. Um, like what's happening here in Malaysia, you, you know, you, you tend to go to a, a, a places very far away from your the place where you uh, live to to for your shopping because you have the cars that can take you there. So and 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 it's more convenient and more comfortable to be in the car rather than you walk in the in the heat and then there's no no safe place to to cross the road or or or, or not comfortable. You know, sometimes you see the pavings and the drains exposed drains are very very unsafe for people to walk even for the able-bodied, let alone the, the people with disabilities. That was Shohan Nasham Sudin, President of Breaker Bandar, talking about 15-minute cities. We're going for a short break. Stay tuned. I'm Hanif Baharudin, and you're listening to I Love KL on BFM 89.9. BFM 89.9, you're listening to I Love KL, bringing you closer to the people and places of our capital city. I'm Hanif Baharudin. Joining me on the show via Zoom is Shona Shamsuddin, President of Breaker Bandar, and we've been talking about 15-minute city and its feasibility, especially in a country like Malaysia. While talking about this, I can't help but reflect on the fact that Kuala Lumpur and to a certain extent Greater Klang Valley was designed to segregate the industrial and economic zones and the residential zones. Hence the creation of satellite towns away from Kuala Lumpur such as Petaling Jaya, Subang Jaya and Shah Alam. People live in these places and work in KL so commuting is pretty much a way of life for a lot of city folks here. What does Shohana think about this especially in relation to our topic today? Okay, actually what we uh, we experience now is actually part of the 
um, the legacy left from the way we plan our cities in the in the past. Yeah, you were right. You know, there was a very strict uh, segregation of uh, zoning of certain lands, certain land use where you know you have places for commercial, places for industrial area, all having within their own zones, and then that makes this uh, dormitory living. You know, people. Having places to live away from the city center, which actually create this this phenomena, this traffic congestion that that we still until today cannot find a way to resolve it. You know, this this commuting uh, that means the people living the in the in the satellite town or the dormitory we call it dormitory cities, just places of residential area, and you're depending on the highways uh, where to, to drive into your place of work. And this is creating a very uh, negative uh, impact to the to the environment. There's a, the the city becomes uh, sprawling. This concept of urban sprawl, where the, the city becomes larger and larger in terms of area, and more and more people are actually congesting the 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 road, the highways with their cars to travel to work. But I I think uh, going back to what you were saying just now, and where you live, you were living in um certain areas where you find the so that is actually the concept uh fifteen minute city does not necessarily mean that you are one one city where everything is within fifteen minutes. It can also be uh, like you said, you know, our enclaves. You know, there you have uh where the city is divided into several enclaves where all the basic needs uh can be um can be provided and access by walking or cycling. But I don't think it's it, it's easy to cycle as well in 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 uh, KL and so forth unless you design the the roads, you know, to to make it safe uh, to cycle. And I mean, most cities in developed countries are so go, going for shared space concept where the the roads are to be shared between the motorized vehicles, the pedestrians, and the cyclists. But we are, are still not yet ready to to have this concept because, like I said, you know, the car dependency is still very, very, very strong because we of our inefficient uh, public transportation. So uh, that's why people once you still have to um, drive, you know, then. Then the pro- pro- problem will still uh, uh, linger on, but uh, yes, it is possible to have this fifteen minutes concept in the way in in the sense that we look into uh, KL or the neighborhoods, the the urban neighborhoods, whether all the facilities, uh, all the needs for recreation and so forth. And remember, during the pandemic, there is a new uh, we already adapted to a new working uh, mode, which is work from home. And the uh, uh, advancement in the technology, the ICT and so forth, is actually making it possible for people, uh, you know, just to stay at home and yet you work. So this is very sustainable in the sense that, you know, because like my daughter, you know, she only have to go recently to the office only two days or three days in a week. So the, the, the other half of the week, is, you know, she just stay at home to do the work. So it's quite possible now with this with this new culture, you know, of working from home. But what has need to be improved is to make the environment, you know, walkable or easy to for to cycle, so that minimizing uh, people using their cars, you know, to 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 go to get their their facilities. And like 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 I said, you know, to to make it accessible, it's not just about the having pedestrian. Um, Pathways or cycleways, but you have to consider the weather impact of the weather. When it's so hot, you need shades, and also when it's raining, cats and dogs, you need also place to to make sure you can walk without getting yourself wet. So this require design. 
approach and architecture, you know, to, to respond to this kind of the, the local climate that we have. And perhaps because if we were to really go towards designing with this climate, we probably have a, a, a city that is very unique in, 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 uh, in terms of its identity because of the way we have to respond to our, our weather. So uh, this, uh, to implement the 15-minute city concept, you know, it requires a multidisciplinary approach. You know, you know, it's not just left to the planners to decide, you know, okay, now we have this city, we, we put all the facilities here. But if it if you doesn't involve, uh, like I said, transportation planning, you know, more, more public transportation, more efficient public transportation so that people just can just walk. They don't need to bring their cars uh, out and urban design as well as policy making to create as well well-designed public spaces so that you don't need to drive to, like, like when I'm in KL, you know, I have to drive to Selayang Metropolitan Park you know, for my children to, to cycle, and for us to have picnic, also to have some exercise, to have some, uh, to breathe uh, fresh air, also to have a nice view of the lake. But this kind of facility um, should be within 15 minutes. <laughs> like I say, you know, you can just walk to, to have all that kind of facilities. So it requires also policy making because then, it, and also and to a certain aspect, you have to, if, uh, uh, like I say, if you, if you look at KL uh, in itself, you know, so KL is already a matured city. Uh, I hope it's not going to expand anymore. You know, something, some, some control, you know, towards the expansion of KL. Because now it's becoming greater KL, you know. You know what that means, you know, it's a metropolitan, it's no longer a city, you know, you don't, there's no difference between one uh, part of, say, PJ and KL. You don't know where it starts and where it, where it ends. Because all the cities tend to merge. Soon, if, the, if we don't, uh, really uh, have a, some kind of um, uh, policy to control the size. You probably realize later on uh, KL and Shah Alam will be like you know, one huge city. You can spread it until Shah Alam. Now you always spread until Sremban. So you can't even differentiate between one state to another anymore. Um, so that is a problem in the way because the concept of 15-minute city is also about cities being self-contained. Or neighborhoods being self-contained. Self-contained means self-sufficient. You don't need to go out from your neighborhood to get what the, the basic uh, things, uh, facilities that you need. You only have to go out of your your neighborhood when you require certain things that is of of national level or, or something that is not not something relating to your daily needs. Mm. It sounds it sounds good, yes. Uh, but what are some of the criticisms for this concept? You know, fifteen minute cities. Um, in terms of, I guess, um, what are some of the potential challenges? You know, uh, will it will it will it will it? I guess you know, make us just live in our in our own bubble. You know. Yeah. No, I I think the fifteen minutes concept. The whole idea is actually to protect the environment. Actually, to give you a better quality of life, because um, especially for us who so living in the the Klang Valley, you know. We have a very poor quality of life in the sense that, you know, uh, traffic jam is, is, is our way of life, you know. <laughs> traffic, uh, we, I think we spend more time in the cars than sometimes in, in... Because I've got a friend who said, you know, when she left her house, it's dark because she has to leave very early in the morning, you know, to beat the jam. And when she comes back, it's also dark because, because by the time you leave the office, you know, the, the traffic jam will be already nearly, nearly Margaret. Really. So you, you become, you know, you don't see the daylight. <laughs> you don't see the sunlight. So that's not a good quality of life to have. Um, 
and even for children to grow up in an uh, area where they can't even uh, have an opportunity to 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 have a kick about uh, a place to kick the balls you know just to run the, uh, playing footballs um, with their friends and so forth so in the end the children doesn't socialize with their other children so they are kept indoors and they have access to the computer and the computer games all this all this internet and so forth you know uh, it's not very a healthy lifestyle for children to be brought up that way so they 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 will lose social skills because of you know then they don't interact with with people of their their age because there's no no facilities before that within 15 minutes so that because if in a 15 minutes uh city concept you know children can actually go to their open spaces play without having the the, the their parents to, to drive them there to go to the parks and, and so forth. It, it's safe to do so. Another issue is about safety. If a fitness, when you do, like, like I said, you know, this idea of fitness minute, uh, 15 minutes concept only works if you design it. Design it well so that all safety features is very important, you know, so that you can, uh, it's safe for your children to, to, to just walk to the, to the parks you have within your neighborhood and so forth to go to school you can even walk to go to school now we have a system where you have to drive children to go to school but what i find quite interesting about it is that um will it also create a city that's very dense you know if you want everything to be within 15 minutes of of where we live i suppose quote unquote will it create a city that's too dense i suppose you know it's it's compact it's compact at the moment there may be our most of the area villa area is actually consumed by the roads actually we 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 tend to save with a lot of our villa area in the in the city to build roads and car parks and now some some cities uh, in the world are actually converting car parks into parks now you know when they don't have to drive uh, much you know with the 15 15 minutes so some of the car parks you know this service can be turned into a for leisure and uh, and recreation so the idea is all about design hanif i think uh, that the issue can be resolved by good design good urban design uh, is only when you do not design it you know when then then that becomes a uh, um, they're going to create a very congested uh, crowded um, uh, uh, environment so but the problem that i see if you want to implement this 15 minutes uh, concept in an uh, existing city like this you know, It's it's about identifying access because I've seen like like in uh, Subangjaya, you see, they have the commercial part where the, all the retail shops, you know, uh, is only in in one area, and then it's be surrounded by roads, you know, um, four or five lanes roads, you know, is you really can't even walk to cross the road, even though the neighbourhood is just on the opposite side of the three or four lanes uh, the road, you know, it's still very unsafe. So this kind of existing idea, you can actually convert to become a 15 minutes concept if with a good um, planning and the designing of access from the the residential areas into the commercial areas. So that because the way I see it now, you know, it's so near and so far. You can you can you can actually easily walk, but it's not feasible or not safe to walk. So you have to drive, uh, drive, uh, enter into the uh, car, and then. Uh, to to go to just buy your your groceries, so you might as well go to a hyper market and so forth since you only have to drive. So that that that's why I say now it's possible to do that, but they they need to actually uh, it's a bit challenging. Uh, you need some investment sometimes, you know, just so that uh, 
if you were to do an overhead bridge at the moment there is easy way around there's a lot of uh, two story level high overhead bridges you know crossing roads after one another uh, the problem with overhead bridges is that it's re- people don't really like to use it because you have to go up cross the road and then you have to go down again uh, it's easy if you are very healthy and you are very young but for the elderly and those who are not very fit you know it's it's, it's not feasible to do that so in some cities in Europe, they do a um, underpass you know, where they from to link from the neighbor, the residential areas. You know, you you create like a um, underpass below subway below the um, the the roads to go to gain access to the where the shops are located. So now I see at the moment because we're so like I say very car centric. The challenges is to actually to 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 link all the the residential areas surrounding the 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 commercial uh, place where all the shops are, you know, so that they can walk and cycle. So that that is, is one thing. It can be done with 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 good um, design. It's quite possible. It's not it's not impossible. Uh, and uh, because I I see that uh, in some areas, not all not all parts of city can be a fifteen can be have this this quality of fifteen minutes concept, especially if there were strict zoning being applied to them. So for example, it, it, there's only residential area and no commercial, no retail and so forth. So this, and you still have to drive to go. But like you are quite lucky to live now. Now the policy is more encouraging towards mixed use development. So with mixed use development, you can have residential in the upper floor, upper parts of the of the, the buildings and you have the offices and the commercial at the ground level. So this, this is what we call integrated land use, uh, encouraging more mixture of use. It, it make it uh, more accessible because in the past, there was very strict zoning based on land use whereby if there's this place is zoned for commercial, then there's no residential. It's just commercial. Then the residential will be in other place. So you need a car, you know. Mm. Was that was that a specific reason why that's the case? Um, yeah, if you think about it, a lot of cities and areas in Malaysia are designed that way, right? You know. Yeah, in the past, yeah, in the past. Now, now they are going towards mixed mixed use because they see the problem now. You see, you see, we are creating the problem in a way. The problem that we have now in the, the poor quality of life we have now is actually as a result of our own doing. It's a result of the way we build our city. We make ourselves dependent on the cars. And we and we we force uh, we we create the cities that um doesn't encourage us to walk and that makes us unhealthy and now we are getting lots of diseases related to very poor quality of life like diabetes and so forth we eat a lot because we get so bored there's no I I always make this joke you know there's so many because it's so um <clears throat> we don't have lots of uh facilities for recreation sports leisure recreation so what do we do to entertain ourselves we eat. And you can see that there are so many places to eat in our cities, in the urban areas. So we spend more money eating, and we've got we've got no 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 um less recreation because there's not enough uh parks and spaces, and we didn't we didn't exercise or sometimes we have to pay to go to the gym to exercise. Whereas if you design the city to be walkable, you don't have to pay to the gym people to have exercise. You can just walk. You like if you look at in in uh, in Japan where is. Everybody walks in Japan because not many people have cars anyway. You you very you hardly find people who are obese. But here in our country, you know, we have a high degree of um, 
uh, overweight people. And when you are overweight, you are now encouraging lots of diseases that is related to uh, being overweight. So, uh, you see, the health and the way you plan the cities has a very close relationship. So, if you design the cities to not to encourage people to have a healthy way of life, do, through the design, the way you design city, then you'll be, you'll be having to build more hospitals because people will get sick. Okay, just to conclude the conversation that we're having today, um, 15 Minute City, um, is it a viable thing in terms of not only a theoretical concept, but also something that can be implemented, uh, especially in a, you know, in, in a country like Malaysia, in a city like KL? It's not something that you should consider. We should do. I think, I think it's not something that, you know, oh, let us think about, no. Uh, but it needs a uh, needs a political will. We we need um, a strong political will to actually improve the quality of life of people living in it through the way we build our cities. You know, otherwise, um, if like I said, you got so many policies already, you got so many plans, but with all those policies and plans, we still we still having very poor access to. Recreation, you know, if you if you have good access, then you're very lucky. But most of the time, people don't. You know, we have very poor quality environment. So this thing can only be done today if there's a strong political will, a policy that is very people oriented. You know, and and a, a concept obviously which is people friendly. Then, then you will see a better quality cities. And this 15 minute minute city concept, actually, is not impossible to be implemented but like I said you need you need a strong political to actually do it because there are lots of ways to uh, to design and to add retrofit the, the, the cities provided you you're really uh, committed to, to to do it and there are budgets allocated to improve uh, that that quality of life so it's not it's not something that's impossible I would go for it I think something that actually we should have done it long time ago <laughs> but it's never i mean it's never too late you know to 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 improve ourselves because the pandemic pandemic has shown to us you know if you really uh, go business as usual in the way we build our cities you know there might be another pandemic and we'll be stuck again with that with the problem that we have already experienced at that time you have been tuning in to I Love KL and that was Shona Shamsuddin, President of Breaker Banda, sharing her thoughts on 15-minute cities. That's all we have for this episode of I Love KL. If you miss any part of the show, you can check out the podcast at bfm.my slash ilovekl, our app which you can find via Google Play and the App Store, and you can also find this podcast and many others on Spotify. Don't forget to also follow the station on Twitter at BFM Radio. My name is Sanif Baharudin, and you have been tuning in to I Love KL, bringing you closer to the people and places of our capital city. Join us again week only on PFM 89.9 The Business Station You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9 The Business Station For more stories of the same kind download the BFM app